Welcome back. You're listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 13, Understanding and Ending Your Emotional Eating. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and Author, Cookie Rosenblum. I'm glad you're back with me today for more coaching. Before we get started on the subject of emotional eating, I'd like to give you a little heads up because later in this episode, I'm going to share something really big with you, a way to work with me getting coaching and getting amazing ongoing support at a tiny fraction of what it normally costs to work with me. So if you've ever fantasized that you'd like to take the coaching you're getting here in this podcast to the next level, be sure to stick around for the last five minutes. I will also post something in the show notes so you can get more information on this there. So today we're going to really dive into emotional eating. What is emotional eating? Let's talk about that first. The way that I see emotional eating is when you feel any of a million different feelings and you feel uncomfortable, even if it's a positive emotion, and you're so uncomfortable that you begin to eat when you're not physically hungry. You may get the thought that you want to or need to eat, and you may confuse it with hunger, but there's no true physical hunger there. It's a feeling that's coming from an emotion, which comes from a thought that you're thinking. So physical hunger comes from a sensation in your body, and that sensation gives a signal to your mind that you're hungry. In both cases of physical hunger and emotional hunger, you get a message that you should eat. But only in true physical hunger does it come from an emptiness in your stomach. And ideally, that is when you should eat. If you eat when your body gives you that empty signal, your body will want and take in exactly the right amount of food to support your natural weight. No weighing, no counting no measuring. Your body knows. So if you eat when your mind gives you a signal that you should escape an emotional feeling instead of the physical sensation, then you're giving your body food it does not need. And that food will be stored as fat. And that's what creates your extra weight and the habit of eating emotionally more than your body needs. So why do we do it? We do it because we have unconsciously created a connection between our feelings and hunger. I want you to think back to how you were programmed when you were young. Originally, you were hungry, right? You were hungry, you cried, and whoever was taking care of you hopefully fed you. And this created a nice natural link from hunger to eating. But once we weren't infants anymore, other pathways were created from your emotions to eating, from non-hunger signals to eating. Now, maybe your parents rewarded you with sweets if you were good. It's pretty common. Or you finished your dinner or your vegetables or you got a good report card. So all those things created a new connection from doing something and getting a food reward and to feeling good and getting a food reward. And before you knew it, you then began creating your own other connections to food. 
You know, maybe you had a bad day with a friend. Maybe some ice cream would make you feel better. Maybe you broke up with a boyfriend. Maybe some chips and ice cream might make you feel better. These were my own single girl personal prescriptions to feeling better when I was faced with painful experiences. Pretty soon, these became the new pathways in your brain that you practiced over and over again. So when we look at how you create your emotions, it's important to understand this. Remember that our feelings come from what we're thinking, and they range from high to low. You're not meant to be happy all the time. At least 50% of the time, you might be feeling a negative emotion simply because you're thinking a negative thought. But you're trained to believe that you can't handle these negative feelings. And so you now create a new pathway. And it goes like this. Feel something strong, get away quickly. And food is an easy, fast, accessible way to escape the feeling. It distracts you from what you're feeling. And if you can't see or feel what emotion you're experiencing, what happens is you lose touch with yourself. The more you turn to food when there's no physical hunger and when you're feeling some emotion, the more you are cementing that connection and the more you're reinforcing the belief that you just can't handle certain feelings. The fact that you can't handle certain feelings, of course, is not true. But when you've been doing it for so long, it feels impossible not to escape the feelings. The feelings seem to be threatening, but all they really are are vibrations in your body that are created by what you're thinking, and you can handle all of them. Fear, anger, loneliness, grief, sadness, and worry. Whatever it is, you can handle it. Now, what happens as you go into the cycle of feeling an emotion and running to food is that it becomes your pattern. It turns into a ritual. The reason it feels good is because it distracts you from something you were thinking that made you uncomfortable. But it's a temporary fix. It distracts you from the feeling, which don't forget, you created that feeling, and it teaches you that you must continue to do anything to avoid that feeling. But it doesn't solve anything because we are designed to feel a whole range of feelings from happiness to pain. And when we mute out the negative feelings, we also inadvertently mute out the good stuff too. We can't pick and choose. So we end up with a flatter emotional life and extra weight as a side effect. So if you eat emotionally and then you compensate by dieting afterwards, you may not have the extra weight, but you're still caught in the painful ritual and you know you can do better. You feel worse after you eat emotionally because now the feeling that you ate to escape is, guess what? It's still there. It's still there because you didn't get rid of it. You just shoved it away temporarily. And now you still have that feeling plus the possible extra weight on your body, plus the shame and guilt about the way that you're living. The world may not see it if you don't have extra weight on your body, but you yourself know that you're not living your best life. 
So after a while, you only feel better very, very briefly while you're eating. And you begin to feel much, much worse when you're done. So how do we see, how do we step back and see what we're doing? Which is, of course, the first thing we want to do when we make a change, right? Well, first, when you have any desire to eat, I want you to check in with yourself and ask the most important question. And you probably know what that is, but I want you to ask yourself, am I hungry? Always the first question. And if you are, I want you to put a number on it. Remember, minus two to plus two physical hunger scale we talked about in one of the early episodes. I want you to eat until you're no longer physically hungry. That's it. But if you have a desire to eat and the answer is no, you're not actually hungry, then you know you have something else going on. And that's where you will know that most likely it's emotional hunger. So now I'd like you to first know that food here and now is just not the answer. And I want you to explore what is the answer. Notice your feelings. I want you to just jump into them instead of run away from them. In fact, when you're feeling something negative, I want you to almost try to get excited that you now have the chance to practice what we're talking about, which is not running away from your emotions, but to dive right into them, to prove to yourself that they can't hurt you. It will feel worse if you hold back those feelings and you try to ignore them. And then they'll still be there, but then you'll also have the problem of having eaten that food that you didn't need and what it does to your body and what it does to your self-esteem. Rise above yourself and look down and look, see if you can see yourself having thoughts. Rise above, look down, see yourself having thoughts and ask, what, is the, what am I thinking? What's the thought and what feeling am I creating? I want you to see the connection between the thought and the feeling. The thoughts are going to come and go, thousands every single day, but it's always our choice how to react to them and whether we latch onto them and make them important or whether we just let them float through us. So what I want you to do instead of running away from those emotions that are uncomfortable is leave your eating to situations where you're actually physically hungry, a little hungry, a minus two. To try to visualize what's happening in your body, what I want you to do is make a fist and take that closed fist and hold it right up against where your stomach approximately is, right under your rib cage, so that you can visualize the size of your stomach. And that will help you be connected with whether you're empty or full. Now, if you're not hungry, you want to ask yourself, what's going on? What am I feeling? See if you can put a label on it and then see where it came from. What were you thinking right before you experienced that emotion that you were so used to running away from? And then step back and question that thought. Is it even true? Is there another way of seeing this? It doesn't really matter how you decide you want to think about whatever it is that's bothering you. The main thing, and this is important, the main thing is that you need to see 
that whatever it is you're thinking and feeling, it's all your thoughts. It all comes from what thought you choose to latch onto. I want you to stand back and just notice that you're just a woman having thoughts and detach from them a little bit. You are not your thoughts. You're just a woman having thoughts. You get to keep the ones that work and you get to ditch the ones that don't work. So your goal isn't to always be happy or feel good, but your goal is to feel what's happening for you in that moment. And food is only an effective solution for hunger. So how do we deal with the emotions without the food? First, see that you're having them. Know that it's just a habit. When you try to stop responding to a habit, it's uncomfortable. Expect it to be uncomfortable because all change. Anytime you do something that's out of the box for you, it's going to be uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. You can do this. One part of your brain is going to give you that signal to run away and to grab food. But it takes another part of your brain that actually can enable you to get up and go get the food. Two different parts of your brain. So you never actually have to do it. You don't actually have to eat. Just like when you struggle with binge eating, it's all signals from your brain that have nothing to do with hunger. And you can notice them without responding to them. But you have to go through your feelings to get out on the other side. The longer you hold back and ignore those feelings, the bigger and stronger and more threatening they feel. But they're really just emotions caused by your thoughts. They're just concepts going around in your mind. They have no power unless you latch onto them and make the choice to believe them. So in our work on emotional eating, the first step is to understand it, why it happens, what it means, where it comes from, and why you do it. If you can see from what we talked about today that this description fits you, don't worry because understanding it is the first step. The next step is seeing what's happening as it's happening. When you want to eat and there's no real hunger, you'll know what's going on. And you'll know that you're just experiencing an emotion and you do not have to run away from it. It's just what you've conditioned yourself to do. So please try this. Just allow it. Just sit with the feeling. Let it pass. And then eat the next time you have true physical hunger. We're going to be working on many different aspects of emotional eating this year. But for now, just understanding it and recognizing when you do it and knowing that you don't have to go down that road, that's a really excellent start. If you notice that you want to escape into food frequently when there's no hunger, please don't beat yourself up because there's no gain in doing that. Just notice it and just be gently curious about what you're doing. Seeing it is the first step to ending it. And this conversation will definitely be continued. So now, as I promised earlier, I want to take just a few minutes to share with you the news 
and that is that I'm creating a coaching group. It's called Weight Loss Made Real, the Freedom Group, because really that's what we all want, freedom from overeating, freedom from emotional eating, and of course, freedom from binge eating. The group will begin in the next week or so, and it's going to be a long-term ongoing group. That means that you could take what you're learning here in this podcast and take it to the next level. And however long it takes you to get the results that you want, you can stay in the group however long you'd like. There's no minimum amount of time. There's no contract of any type. You can stop at any time. And there's an introductory offer where the first month is at a really, really super deep discount. I love working with my one-on-one clients and I love having the luxury of giving them my complete focus and creating a personalized plan for them. But let's face it, I can only work with several private clients at a time. And for some, it's just not feasible financially to work one-on-one with me. But that's why I'm so excited that I've created a group where we can still go into much more depth on all subjects of weight loss, emotional eating, and binge eating at a fraction of what it costs to work privately with me. You'll learn so much on this podcast with me as we explore all the major concepts I teach my clients. But in a group setting, you'll have the unique opportunity to be coached by me on whatever's going on for you as it's happening. And you'll have the support of an amazing group of women just like you. So if you've ever worried that your friends or your family are kind of tired of hearing about your eating, or maybe they don't really know how to help you, this group will fill that purpose for you. Last year, I had a six-week group that was so successful, we all stayed together for a year. So to get all the details and join, go to weightlossmadereal.com forward slash group and there I will give you all the details. Now this group will be ongoing, but to get the most benefits from it, if what I give you in this podcast resonates with you, I'd love to see you take action now. Whatever's going on for you, dealing with it now frees you up to live your life and stop using your precious energy worrying about your eating. So check out the group at weightlossmadereal.com forward slash group. It's in the show notes. And if you have any further questions, there will also be a place there for you to write to me. This is it for today. This is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, remember to keep it real, just like you. Let me help you figure this out. See you next week, and I'd love to see you in the group.